Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Judges 19, a Levite's concubine degraded. Now it came about in those days when there was no king in Israel that there was a certain Levite staying in the remote part of the hill country of Ephraim who took a concubine for himself from Bethlehem and Judah. But his concubine played the harlot against him, and she went away from him to her father's house in Bethlehem in Judah, and was there for a period of four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak tenderly to her in order to bring her back, taking with him his servant and a pair of donkeys. So she brought him into her father's house, and when the girl's father saw him, he was glad to meet him. His father-in-law, the girl's father, detained him, And he remained with him three days. So they ate and drank and lodged there. Now on the fourth day, they got up early in the morning and he prepared to go. And the girl's father said to his son-in-law, sustain yourself with a piece of bread and afterward you may go. So both of them sat down and ate and drank together. And the girl's father said to the man, please be willing to spend the night and let your heart be merry. Then the man arose to go, but his father-in-law urged him so that he spent the night there again. On the fifth day, he rose to go early in the morning, and the girl's father said, Please sustain yourself and wait until afternoon. So both of them ate. When the man arose to go along with his concubine and servant, his father-in-law, the girl's father, said to him, Behold now, the day has drawn to a close. Please spend the night. Lo, the day is coming to an end. Spend the night here that your heart may be merry. Then tomorrow you may arise early for your journey so that you may go home. But the man was not willing to spend the night, so he arose and departed and came to a place opposite Jabus that is Jerusalem. And there were with him a pair of saddled donkeys. His concubine also was with him. When they were near Jebus, the day was almost gone. And the servant said to his master, please come and let us turn aside into the city of the Jebusites and spend the night in it. However, 
His master said to him, He will not turn aside into the city of foreigners who are not of the sons of Israel, but we will go on as far as Gibeah. He said to his servant, Come and let us approach one of these places, and we will spend the night in Gibeah or Ramah. So they passed along and went their way, and the sun set on them near Gibeah, which belongs to Benjamin. They turned aside there in order to enter a lodge in Gibeah. When they entered, they sat down in the open square of the city, for no one took them into his house to spend the night. Then behold, an old man was coming out of the field from his work at evening. Now the man was from the hill country of Ephraim, and he was staying in Gibeah. But the men of the place were Benjamites. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the traveler in this open square of the city. And the old man said, Where are you going, and where do you come from? He said to him, We are passing from Bethlehem in Judah to the remote part of the hill country of Ephraim. For I am from there, and I went to Bethlehem in Judah. But now... I am going to my house, and no man will take me into his house. Yet there is both straw and fodder for our donkeys, and also bread and wine for me, your maidservant, and the young man who is with your servants. There is no lack of anything. The old man said, Peace to you. Only let me take care of all your needs. However, do not spend the night in the open square. So he took him into his house and gave the donkeys fodder, and they washed their feet and ate and drank. And while they were celebrating, behold, the men of the city, certain worthless fellows, surrounded the house, pounding the door, and they spoke to the owner of the house, the old man, saying, Bring out the man who came into your house, that we may have relations with him. Then the man, the owner of the house, went out to them and said to them, No, my fellows, please do not act so wickedly, since this man has come into my house. Do not commit this act of folly. Here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. Please let me bring them out that you may ravish them and do to them whatever you wish, but do not commit such an act of folly against this man. But the men would not listen to him. So the man seized his concubine and brought her out to them, and they raped her and abused her all night until morning, and let her go at the approach of dawn. As the day began to dawn, a woman came and fell down at the doorway of the man's house where her master was until full daylight. When her master arose in the morning and opened the doors of the house and went out to go on his way, then behold, his concubine was lying at the doorway of the house with her hands on the threshold. He said to her, Get up and let us go. But there was no answer. Then he placed her on the donkey, and the man arose and went to his home. When he entered his house, he took a knife and laid hold of his concubine and cut her in twelve pieces, limb by limb, and sent her throughout the territory of Israel. All who saw it said, Nothing like this has ever happened or been seen from the day when the sons of Israel came up from the land of Egypt to this day. Consider it, take counsel, and speak up. One of the things portrayed here in Judges 19 is, this is a, I mean, just a very disturbing story uh, that took place. Um, Many times we try to look at the stories in the Bible and say, okay, where's our lesson here? Where was something done right? And the answer is nowhere. Nowhere in here was anything done right. The, um, The last part of the book of Judges really just shows anarchy. It shows what happens when we live in a life that's just full of lawlessness. Which, by the way, the Bible defines sin as lawlessness. Sin is without law. So this is just a dark 
sinful historical time with the the Israelites and and you can see that um, there was no one there do, following anything that God had asked them to do. They're completely going against all of the law. There was no taking in of any strangers or travelers coming through. There was no caring for your neighbor. There was no love shown anywhere here. The uh, concubine completely just neglected her husband and, and took off and, and abandoned him. And uh, playing the harlot, living her life completely against her husband in, in unfaithfulness. And then uh, whenever the husband kind of seems like he's doing the right thing, he's going to, to take her back. And as he's going to do that, he's facing nothing but deception after deception after deception. Finally, he stands up for what he believes is right as he takes off. And, and in doing so, he's traveling through a lawless land. And no one is taking care of them. It's just run by thieves and just wickedness. So he finally gets to a place where there's some people who should who should, um, just by the fact that they claim to be followers of God, that they should do the right thing. And they take him in. And of course, just like in the story of Abraham and Job, or in uh, Abraham and Lot, you see the same kind of behaviors that happened in Sodom and Gomorrah, where these men came and wanted to completely, wanted to, rape the the man they wanted to take him out and rape him and then the response is no don't take him here's my virgin daughter and his concubine take them so not fighting for anyone else but just fighting for self self preservation not leading not taking that role of no <laughs> absolutely not I'm leading this family that is my wife and you will not have her or me but instead it was like a bargaining chip leave me alone and take her and it led to her being raped brutally and, and dead left for dead and so out of this story is going to come a lot of intertribal war you're going to have a lot of the disagreement and division within the land because there is no law. It's complete anarchy. And when he takes and divides up into 12 pieces her body and sends it throughout the 12 tribes, it's a sign of, okay, look at what's happened to me and now it's time for vengeance. And all of this is against how God asked us to live. So when we choose our way, when we choose to not be under God's law, when we decide that uh, Jesus died on the cross so I can do whatever I want, that is not being a true follower of Christ. And that is not what Jesus said. And that's, that's a complete misunderstanding of what Paul said. And Peter warned us against that. So... We are supposed to submit ourselves to the authority given to us. And the first authority given to us is God. And God's law is a law and is still active today. And we are still to follow it.
Jesus came to to break the curse of man's law, which was put on God's law in excess for vanity, for power, for man to create his own law and doctrine. We should live our lives pursuing the Father and, as he said, showing him our love by keeping his commandments. And we should not submit ourselves to man's doctrine. It is not the doctrine of man that brings us freedom and joy. It brings bondage. It is the doctrine of God, the one that he established and his truth. So Father, thank you that you've given us a, uh, a way to understand. You've given us a path to truly seek your truth and not our own. And I ask that we can have the courage and strength and the, the patience to be able to wait, to be still, and know that you are God, you are creator of all, you are the ultimate authority, and we submit our lives to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.